And I know I'm messing with people. I did mean to play this music. <laughs> this week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by Monster Products. The headphones on my head, the Monster DNAs, the Monster Elements on ear, over ear, in ear, and of course all of the speakers, the S100, 200, 300, 400, the Monster Blaster, the variety of sizes, uh, plus all the cables and power to, uh, to connect them up are all available by going to pluckitslive.com slash monster. And I'm, I'm trying this this week, starting with Avram's music and not trying to do a two-part thing because he's here for the whole show. <laughs> and he has been for a long time. So, um, so this week, Avram, we've got a bit of a show and tell. Yes. So what I brought to class today <laughs> is uh, this actually has been out for a little while, but it's new. To, it's new to me and maybe new to a lot of people in the audience. This here is the uh, Cano computer kit. Uh, this is very cool. It is a first computer for a kid, but it is designed is designed to teach your kid a lot of things like how to program. And it is no joke. It, you know, a lot of things that we see for kids are really dumbed down. And, uh-huh. You know, they teach just some very basic stuff. Uh, or they leave your kid sort of with a very advanced uh, piece of software and hardware, but no direction. Like, oh, great. Here's some programming stuff. Good luck to you. Yeah. Here's some oh, stuff. Bye-bye. Fool around. Fool around. Do something. Have fun. Now this, this, what? so what I really value is something when they have really good documentation and gamification of of the experience so first of all let's take a look at this hardware uh so this here you build it okay it's not just it does not come as i'm showing it to you it comes in pieces and you put it together now putting it together is not that hard it took uh, my son and i less than an hour to put it together okay um and you see it looks really cool so uh what it uses is i'm going to point these out with my finger uh, in the back here, this is a Raspberry Pi, uh, Raspberry Pi 3 board. It's got, you pop on um, this like USB um, connector, USB thing here onto the, uh, basically onto the pins. You run a couple wires over here. This is the um, board that's on the, on the uh, screen, which is ten, a 10 inch screen. So you run it to that, you run it to that. You know, there's a uh, three USB ports. Uh, there's three USB ports on the side. Um, this little dongle that came with is for detecting sound. There's a, a speaker over here. Um, there is this is the power button. Um, this here is how you charge it. It has a battery, um, which you can see right here, touching with my finger. Um, and it comes with this with this keyboard with this wireless keyboard, which is very cute. Um, I love that keyboard with the trackpad on the side. Yes. Yeah, one thing I will uh, criticize about the trackpad, though, is it's not a click pad. It doesn't click down. Oh. Uh, so it was a little, but it, so you can try double tapping on it. It didn't work very well. What you can do, which is a little awkward for a kid with without a big uh, hand span here, is that there's a click button over here. So where my finger is here in the lower corner, that's like a right and left click button. Got it. So you can move with one hand on the on the pad and another on the click button. Interesting. Um, also somewhat confusing to my son who's five, so you know, 
this is actually he's on the definitely the lower end. I think they're recommending it for kids of maybe a little older than him because you really need to read to use it. Um, is that this is not a touchscreen, so he ex- he keeps forgetting and trying to touch things and like you know doesn't doesn't work. Um, in, in his defense, I do that in my own office all the time. <laughs> yeah, I also the way that this is is laid out, it feels like you should be able to touch stuff, right? Fair enough. It, you know, um, and so uh, first of all, it's running a special version of Linux called Cano uh, OS, um, and it has a lot of cool cool features in it to teach you about programming and teach you also about Linux and other things. So if I go over, if I move my pointer over here, there's something called story mode and if I'll click on it and um, it's pretends like you're chasing this white rabbit around this um, kind of map and it may be a little hard to see. So you move your little character around here and as you move around, you interact with different, like, other little characters. I'm not moving, right, because I'm not able to see what I'm doing and show <laughs> it to you, right? So and you hit enter or whatever to three things, and it will, like, it. sometimes okay. they'll ask you trivia questions. Sometimes they'll take you into another thing where it'll give you programming challenges. Hmm. Um, so, or you could go straight back and, like, here's the map, the whole map. And the map's actually supposed to be, like, the inside of the computer, so one of the areas on the map is like HDMI falls, and one of them is like picks, like each one of them is actually supposed to be mirroring part of the inside of the computer and teaching you about computers. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. You know, and then when you go like here, let's see, I'm on SD card beach or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see one sec. I wanna, what I want to show you is one of the parts that I was at, which I may not be able to get back to too easily, a Python jungle where you actually can like learn um, learn about a little bit about programming through doing a. Um, so let me get back to. I'm gonna go back to the main menu for a second, show you something there, which is hard to get back to if I don't know where I'm going. But oh, I gotta go here to the home button. So anyway, if I get back to the dash, what's the dashboard? There's a whole bunch of apps on here, and you can install more. There's an app store. Some of these are general Linux apps, but a lot of them are, are Kano apps. So, um, for example, uh, Make Art here is a really cool one. That is one where you it it kind of teaches you how to draw using programming. So, like, it gives you a challenge of like here's a, here's a um, you know here's here's a set of eyes or something. Uh, you type this code to draw a circle and then draw another circle. And now, nice. It's hard to necessarily call some of these things challenges because they really step you through it. So it's not if you can follow the instructions, you won't, you know, necessarily be at a loss. Um, you know, so for example, like here's this like little. I don't know how easy it is for you to see this little. Uh, oh, how did I end up here? like camp sign or whatever. And if I go in here, mm-hmm. it's going to, and I want to start it. It's going to give me this like canvas here. Uh, it's hard. Okay. And it's mm-hmm. actually it's hard to read probably, but at the top, it's actually telling you what to type first. Like it's a sunny day, set the background color to blue type background blue. 
And so you type that and you hit enter and then you see the background turn blue and it steps you through the whole thing to program this picture. But they have much more complicated things with a block-based code language too, which are for using th doing things like using this sensor. So here's this is an, um, an additional thing that they sent me that you had to buy separately. This is a motion sensor. Uh, and you some of the challenges that Kano has are for using the motion sensor. And so you can like program it so it'll like play basically it'll play a game of pong by doing this by moving your hand up and down above the motion sensor. Okay. Um, uh, or you know, and of course there's a free form thing where you could also just you know code whatever you want. Um, granted, it's using its own block based coding language because that's what they generally do with kids. Mm -hmm. uh, is for kids things is give them blocks to drag around that that's what i've seen with a lot of stuff yeah. um it does seem to apply that somewhere in here you may be able to do more complicated stuff like with python or something if you want to um and you know this is linux so there's um there actually are things in here to teach you about the command prompt like when i first when i first set it up it had me do a bunch of things at the command prompt and it oh. gave me to get it started and it gave really told you exactly what to do like type this type that so it's it's stepping you through it's real a lot of hand holding and the instructions for putting it together the the print instruction book also great like really good hand holding as like a little character that says here's what you're going to do next and this is what this thing in your computer does it's the brain it's the you know whatever so cool. it these sorts of products really rise or fall in, in my view based on how good of a job do they do of engaging children like sure. it's not enough to provide good hardware or good soft or, or like powerful software yeah you know it's really like how how easy is it for the kid to use something to use and is it engaging enough that it, it like keeps you coming and this just keeps doing things that you would see in a game. So every time you complete one of these code challenges, it says you're gone up. You've gone up a level. You've got more XP. I have not figured out yet what you do with all this XP and all these levels and all these badges. <laughs> it may be nothing. It may just be like to make you feel good. Sure. Um, but uh, but nevertheless, like it feels like you're and you're unlocking a next lesson after it. it it's gamified. It really mm -hmm. feels like hey. I'm, I'm, I'm playing a game. So, you know, I, I actually really enjoy, have really enjoyed uh, using it with my son. You know, he's five, so the stuff that involves, right, you know, moving uh, blocks that have words on them and having to read the instructions because it doesn't talk to you. Okay. Um, you know, I've been sitting and doing it with him, and he's he gets a little bored because basically I have to do it for him. Okay. Uh, but stuff that he could do completely on his own like they have a drawing app on there and you know he's sitting there drawing all kinds of stuff and saving it now you know i wouldn't buy this so a kid could draw on something that's the equivalent of microsoft paint but right. um but you know what i find is interesting is for him like he does he hasn't used my computer doesn't use my wife's computer doesn't have his own pc so this is his first real experience with using a keyboard and, and mouse type environment. Um, and if not, if for nothing other than that, it's a great learning experience um, that he's kind of learning how like 
compute PCs work. Sure. Um, so to speak. Um, now this does not have a, um, you know, this is connected to the one thing I will say is I don't see any parental controls on by default. There is something where you can, there is a little checkbox and say enable parental controls, but, um, there's no web browser on here, but that I've seen, although there's an app store. So I don't know if maybe you could get it from the app store. Uh, but some of the challenges seem to be on a web page and it's loading it in Chromium. So I'm not sure whether you could, I don't think you can get to the address bar to change the address bar, but you're kind of on the internet sure. and then it has a YouTube app on it. And I don't think by default it blocks anything. So, you know, what I, I guess what I'm saying is parents, if you get this, look at, look to see if the parental control is on, I will be testing the parental control part. You may need, you you know, if you're concerned about your kid going wild on YouTube and seeing things that they shouldn't see, um, you know, you might want to carefully scrutinize the settings. Uh, but it's um, really fantastic uh, learning experience. The act of building it was great. Um, you know, it's got a lot of great apps that come on it and you can download a lot. Um, you know, and so I, I, it's a good kind of introduction um, and, and it gets it to some really heady concepts when I was doing that, like going through that whole map environment, one of the places they got, people were asking me trivia questions about, about Linux commands. Interesting. You know? Now those would totally blow, be over Isaac's head, completely. <laughs> especially since I didn't somehow I haven't gotten to the part where they explain the Linux commands, but I did get to a part where it asked me some trivia about them, <laughs> you know? Uh, I, cause I guess where I walked. So it's like, Oh, what does NV stand for? Is it move or, you know, make or something? So, gotcha. um, anyway, uh, I'm impressed. This is a, this is a fun toy. It looks really pretty. Uh, Isaac just likes to show it to people who visited like when my parents came the other day, like, look, look, it's computer inside, you know? Um, and, uh, you can even carry it around. It's not very heavy. And the keyboard will actually like snap into here so you can like, you know, oh, cool. take it with you. Um, so it's, uh, really neat. The Keno computer kit. I believe they actually sell this in two versions, one with the screen and one without. Yes. And I guess the without is that you connect it to a screen of your own, um, bring your own screen. Yeah. HDMI um, out. I, you know, obviously, you know, money is tight all over, but, having the screen I think is really cool um, because what you really want is to be able to like have your kid be able to kind of carry it around. I mean, I'm very worried about him dropping it, but like you want your kid to be able to use it mm -hmm. where they play, like in the dining room table, they take it or in the playroom or in their bedroom or whatever. And um, you know, it's not, if you can't, um, if it's if you're hooking up to the TV or some other place like that, then your kid's not going to have that experience. Um, but uh, plus, it looks like the build process is almost non-existent. Yeah, I mean, well, it's 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 really fun. I mean, well, I it's mean, really fun. I mean, on the, it doesn't take long. I mean, on the smaller set, on the one without oh. the screen, it it it's a very small piece of hardware. And it looks almost like it's two or three pieces that just snap together. Yeah, so that, that also makes it boring. But I also have to tell you, for those who are worried, the screen part of it's like you're not putting LEDs in there, okay? 
there's really only about 10 pieces that come with the whole thing. The screen is completely built and this display board is plugged into it. Then what you're doing is you're taking the various elements and popping them onto the back of the screen and then connecting them with a few wires. Uh, You know, so, you know, what it came with was the screen with board on back of it and some, some like holes to, to pop things in. By the way, no screwdrivers involved, obviously no soldering, uh, everything, no tools required, needed. Um, so, you know, you'd like take the Raspberry Pi board, you pop it on. You put something on top of the Raspberry Pi board. You take one of the three colored wires and you connect one thing to another. They even have like a little cable management thing inside so the wires don't get messy. And then when you're all done, there's another back piece of plastic that you snap on and the whole thing is done. So it's... Uh, really really easy to make almost too easy um because i don't know if you learn a ton by making it but we had a lot of we had a lot of fun making it and it just gives you a real pride of ownership like oh we need sure. this thing and, you know and if you've had to uh to think about it in terms of the uh the the map that you get to walk around yeah. if you've had your hands physically on those yeah, pieces that's the, then yeah, that's, walking that's around the map makes more sense when they're talking about you know SD card lake or whatever it was called uh, yeah wait if you've physically seen it and you or you yeah. can just flip the thing over and go I see what we're talking about Boop. versus yeah, yeah yeah versus the this little one where you I mean you can see inside of it but it's a very different very different like physical experience from the one that you're, you've got. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I think what you're paying for here is not just, I mean, I don't know. I know raspberry Pis aren't very expensive. The pieces, the other pieces, I mean, the screen is probably worth quite, quite a bit because I know buying a screen for a raspberry Pi is not cheap. Uh Um, you know, but you're paying for an experience here, not just hardware. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, there appears to be some sort of a Minecraft thing available yes, for yes. it. So I, That's yes, cool. it built in. There's something called Hack Minecraft. And I have to admit, I don't know enough about Minecraft to know what to do with it yet. Fair enough. We, we, we've tried loading it yesterday. And there's definitely a thing where you can program stuff to do something in Minecraft. Uh, and I need, I need, I need to actually like get my act together when it comes to Minecraft because right this isn't the first thing I've gotten where there's some reference to like do something to Minecraft and I'm like well I don't I'm not good enough I'm not literate enough in Minecraft to know what do I need to know a lot of Minecraft right. to use this thing it seems like I do so there's an app on there called hack Minecraft um, by the way several of the apps on here are not unique to Kano, their Linux, standard Linux apps. Sure. Like the programming ones are Kano and, uh, you know, the map one is, but there's like the drawing app is like something called like Tux Drawing. Mm. There's like a game that we were playing that Isaac really liked called Super Tux, which is like basically like a side scroller game where you're a penguin and jump around. Um, so so there's a lot of stuff on here that, you, you, that, that hack uh, Minecraft might be available elsewhere. Seems likely. So I I think the uh, the the end result here is that you're saying this is something to consider. Oh yes, I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's great. I mean I think you know it, 
nothing's cheap. It's 250 But considering some of the prices I've seen on kids' robots and whatever, mm-hmm. you just have to have a kid who's really interested in programming. They're really, they're fairly, you know, good reader, um, you know. So, you know, five-year-old, like my son, probably a little on the young side unless they're really patient and you'll sit through them with it, read it to them. Um, but, you know, I could totally see him like when he's like in first grade being able to do this. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I, I mean, this could probably scale up to like easily a nine or ten-year-old too okay. because I mean, you're learning Linux commands in here sure. if you want. So, so that's... That's quite serious, and I really loved when I met the folks from Kano at uh, CES that they were like, "Yeah, of course we're going to use you know Linux and we're going to use Raspberry Pi, and you know we, we want to give kids like a real computer experience." Um, so I, I really appreciate that. You know, I, I think I think they're they're trying to teach kids, but they're not trying to dumb it down for kids. Sure, very cool, and uh, obviously. You've we're got gonna a... have a review of this up. We're gonna have a review of this up uh, probably within a week okay. on Tom'sGuide.com. Uh, but my early verdict on it is this is this is awesome. Uh, uh, you know the Keno computer kit. Uh, if you if you're uh, trying to teach your kid about computers and they can read even a little bit, um, or you want to sit with them and read to them, this is definitely uh, a great choice. Very cool. Well. Uh, it looks, it looks fascinating while you've been talking, I've been doing research on it. Uh, it looks really cool. I can't wait to see the, the final review on it. And as always, thank you for bringing this, uh, to us. Great. Always a pleasure.